Alright. Phony adults. Mm. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure how to start. We'll start with this. Uh, okay. So, um, for me, I find that the most attractive people are the ones who are both childish when they're playing. So when it's time to play, then they're quite childish. But when it's time to be serious, then they're quite mature, they're quite logical, they're quite emotionally stable, etc. Those are the people who I find to be uh, adults. And the rest, I would say, are phony. They're not actually adults. They're children disguised as adults, let's say. And so that is a problem. All right, why is that a problem? So, I believe that children are actually more mature in general, maybe, in ways. In ways in general, they are more mature than adults. Why is that? It's because they are not depressed by societal and cultural values or ways of being. They haven't been indoctrinated by society just yet. And so that's why I say in ways they are mature, but in ways they're not, because this is just them being fresh, right? They're prone to, or susceptible to, influences. Uh, because when you're young, the world is much bigger. It just feels like everything is very in your face. It's very overwhelming. And because of that, we take everything in. Or, if it's too much, then we will lock or block it or wall it off. Hmm. But before that happens, children are extremely sensitive. They're in touch with themselves. And they have a kind of gentle mind. It's also fragile. Same thing. And so this is what happens between a mature child and a phony adult, or you know, a child that's open, which most children are, if not all. So, the child is susceptible to the things that those who are close to them say. Those who are close to them are most likely, more often than not, maybe, I mean, I'm sure there are also a lot of healthy adults, but from what I can see at least, and in my experience, and when I converse with other people, and from my studies, it seems like most of us aren't really quite there yet, right? So these phony adults, maybe even including me, we try to uh, impose or try to teach these young, mature kids. 
and we teach them the wrong things, right? Because we're phonies. And then these children take our word for gospel because we are all they have in this world. Of course, these days, the internet is a very valuable source of information for growth for children. And children, are, you know, they're part of the technological world. So it might actually be less likely that they become influenced by the wrong things. But nevertheless, we are still a primary figure to their lives, whoever, whoever we're close to in terms of like every child or young person that we're close to, we are their role models. And then if we teach them these things, they get the wrong idea. We tell them to uh, not be so emotional. Right, or we tell them to maybe always think about other people first, or maybe only think about yourself. But life is more complex than that. But we teach them too simplistically. So either way, something becomes uh, denied. A part of themselves become denied. It becomes blocked off. It becomes repressed. And then they become phony adults. And then the cycle will continue forever, maybe. But there are some people who, through a lot of effort, mental effort and physical effort, so, you know, maybe self-reflection, working out, stuff like that, eventually we come to a point where we basically become who we were as children in regards to how we were emotionally in touch, in regards to how we were sensitive to things, stuff like that. And back to what I started with in this video, which is those who are mature and rational, illogical, and when they're logical, not illogical, logical when they need to be in the serious situation, and are able to be childish and playful when it's time to play, those are the real adults, right? So it's like a, uh, I wouldn't call it, I don't know if it's like a back and forth or returning back to your childhood state or maybe even like a moving forward in kind of like an integrating of the childhood self and the adult self. Because we're not, I mean, in a sense, we're always children from the start and we pretty much just become indoctrinated by societal and cultural values and then that makes us it makes us sociable in ways but it also makes us inaccessible in ways right we're no longer pure innocent and then you know when you see kids and then or when i see kids right and i see a a love this kind of love that comes from them and obviously they're not really aware of they're loving, they're not very conscious of it, it's more just there. But for us, if we develop, then we will become conscious of it. That's why I, I wouldn't really call it a return to childhood. It's probably better to say it as an integration. Um, and what I was saying before is that we start off as children and we are always children. It's not like we are butterflies. I like to use this example a lot. We're not butterflies, we don't become from a caterpillar to a cocoon 
to a butterfly. We're just one thing, right? And then we grow, we stretch. We don't transform, we don't evolve. Although I guess, you know, we grow certain parts physically. But anyways, we don't transform. All right, so that's that. Now, um, what's next? Okay, so when did this start? When did this cycle of phony adults teaching susceptible children to become then phony adults when did this where where did this come from when did this start and as far as i can tell it seems like it might be something that has been in existence since the beginning of human nature because if you just think about it in another way, such as you're an adult, so that means you're stronger, you're older, you're taller, stuff like that. And then you find something annoying about the child. Um, why is it annoying? Uh, who knows? Something f that's a, a topic for another discussion. But you find it annoying, and so you find a way to make it stop. Whether it be through physical punishment or some kind of twisted logic, such as society rules and cultural rules. But you make them stop doing what they're doing, even though they're just being themselves. And that's where it first goes wrong. And I mean, that's where it always goes wrong, in a sense. So that means that we are, we've been doing this to ourselves ever since. Um, hmm. I kind of lost track of what I was saying or where I was going with this. Hmm. And then I guess my next question is why would we do this to ourselves? And I kind of already answered that. It's because we didn't realize what we were doing. We were just simply trying to make the child stop being annoying, but as a consequence, we kind of fucked them up. Hmm. And so, basically, when it comes to teaching children or raising a child, I think we need to be very careful in how we go about talking to them and teaching them, communicating with them, how we choose to act because they are very likely to take on or deny, by the way. So they're either going to take on what we taught them or if it was so negative to them, then they'll completely deny who we are as in the person. So they're the person that's close. Let's say you're your child might deny who you are as a whole because you did something that was nasty but the problem with that is that you aren't completely nasty you have good parts of yourself but because you messed up and you went too strong you hit too hard with something don't know what it is right that's for you to figure out then your child just doesn't want to be you overall and so they may miss out on 
good parts of you. And yeah, that was uh, it's kind of like a, just me exploring this idea. Um, I think I made a point, so I think we can leave it there. And yeah, what do you think about that? Do you think that what I'm saying sounds reasonable? Does it sound true? All right, well, thank you for listening, watching, and I will see you in the next video.